I think what once what will happen is there will be certain voice technologies that will come out that will be so convenient that we'll forget about the fact that we're giving up our privacy because we want the convenience. Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. I'm your host, Jody Krangle, and this podcast will discuss just how sound influences our behavior. I generally talk about this in the context of advertising and marketing, but there are other places this is important too. I really feel that it plays a much more important role in our lives than maybe we realize. So let's delve a little deeper. This is the first part of my interview with Chip Edwards. Whether you like it or not, smart speakers like Amazon Alexa are used by millions of people. The same voice assistant technology found in smart speakers is also used in smartphones, cars, wearables, and more. Voice assistants are everywhere, and they're changing how people consume content. Amazon and Google have made a way for you to register your brand on these voice assistants. My guest today is technologist and teacher Chip Edwards, and he's spoken across the country about the opportunities available on this new platform and how you can own and manage your verbal brand on these new devices. The future is here, and we're going to talk about it. Thanks for joining me today, Chip. I really appreciate it. I know the times are very strange right now. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, they, they are very strange, but I'm doing good. We're actually uh, um, kind of hunkered down out here in the middle of nowhere and uh, and enjoying ourselves, actually. So, and whereabouts are you? So we're in North Carolina. We're north of Charlotte in the in the countryside. Well, it sounds like it's, it'll be beautiful right about now. So <laughs> it is. It is very beautiful. Stuff flowering. Trees are coming in, and and uh, yeah, definitely, definitely enjoying that. Outside of the allergy part of things, everything is wonderful. Yeah, the pollen. I know a lot of people in Atlanta as well, and they're dealing with the same thing. So I know you guys get a lot of that. <laughs> Getting right into the the Q and A of this because I'm really curious. <laughs> uh, how did you how did you get started in all this? I mean, what's your background in the voice technology, and what interested you about it? So, so it's actually kind of an interesting story. Um, so, every summer, Amazon uh, has Prime Days where they put a whole mess of stuff on sale, and this was I don't know four or five years ago. Um, during Prime Days, my wife ordered one uh, an Amazon Alexa shortly after they first came out. Uh-huh. Um, and so I got home that day and she was like showing off the this cool new little toy that she got and showing me stuff that it could do, you know, setting timers and shopping lists and, mm-hmm. you know, answering questions and stuff. And I thought it was a pretty cool toy. Um, well, I've I've always been a technologist, liked playing with things and programming and stuff like that. And at the time, I was responsible for um, an innovation lab at, at my uh, at my job, and we were building out innovation stuff, looking for what you know what is the, what are the devices that are going to be um, uh, significant or important that are on starting out, um, but like three to five years probably was the time frame we were looking at of what should we be doing work on now to make sure that we were ready for um, uh, consumers starting to use them and that impacting our business. Mm-hmm. Um, so after my wife showed off her Alexa, um, I figured that, you know, there might be a way to make this thing do stuff. And so I started doing some research and found out that um, that Amazon actually had some 
big plans for this thing. And they uh, they were going to be pushing these uh, this voice technology everywhere. They wanted to get this no, not just in your living room. They wanted it everywhere. And they'd made a way for um, people, for brands, uh, businesses, content producers, and stuff like that, um, to be able to uh, add their own um, capabilities onto the devices. And so I was like, oh, this is a cool idea. So... I started uh, building something out for work and brought it into uh, brought some examples into work and and uh, actually ended up showing it up to the C CEO and uh, the advisory board as far as you know. Hey, this is some stuff that we can be doing with this. Very cool. What what examples did you give to them? Uh, so I gave examples. So I was in the the finance industry as far as uh, um, into uh, bro broker dealers where I was working, and so I said, you know, you could just talk to this device and trade stocks. You could uh, talk to this device and find out, you know, how your business units are doing and um, and stuff like that. So I, I gave several examples as far as the types of capabilities that these things could have, where you could have one in your office and you could just be walking to your office and and talking to it as opposed to having to sit down at your computer and and do stuff. Mm -hmm. So far from a toy. <laughs> far from a toy, exactly. Yeah. So very so, cool. Yeah. the The thing that actually made me realize that this was really going to take off, though, was after I showed it off at work. I I I came home and I was going to tell my wife, "Hey, this is you know, I did this at work. It was pretty cool." And she stopped me and she said, "Um, what'd you do with that?" And by the way, uh, that's mine. So if you're going to use it, get your own. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. She liked yeah. it. <laughs> so, so the fact that she missed it and the fact that she was, uh, she was relying it on, on it already and that, you know, hey, get your own, uh, was that, that indicator that a hey, voice technology is going to get big. Um, and people, once people start using it and find the convenience of it, uh, they're going to start relying on it and they're going to, um, it's you know it's going to be the way we access uh, compute resources uh, in the in the future. So mm -hmm. yeah, so that was a that was a several years ago when uh, when that happened. Yeah. So. so these days, who do you find actually uses these uh, these machines on a regular basis? Is it a whole gamut of different people, or do you find like certain people are more inclined to use them than others? Um, so they are still well. So that actually gets into a much bigger question because <laughs> that's okay. We have time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so we're, I mean, this is smart speakers. And so we're talking Amazon Alexa, Google home and stuff like that. Um, and the usage of those is still, as far as the smart speaker is still really in the home and, um, you know, still in the living room, in the kitchen um, is where most of the usage is. But, the the technology that's inside of these smart speakers is um, is much is going much wider than just in the smart speakers. So it they it's the same thing that's in your cell phone. Um, they're embedding it into your cars now. Mm -hmm. um, it's been there for a while, but now they're uh, do, they're doing it a lot more in your in your cars. Um, they're now the latest thing that they're doing with these is they're uh, they're putting them in devices called wearables. Oh yeah, okay. And so they're uh, they're putting so like your your earbuds. So we're used to our earbuds ha having really good sound and where we're playing our podcast or our music and stuff like that. But they're putting the audio technology 
um, the voice technology into the earbuds. So now not only are your earbuds playing sound for you, but they're also listening for you. So now you can yeah. be listening to a podcast, uh, working out at the at the gym, and you can then uh, you can come across a resource that somebody is mentioning in a podcast. And instead of having to stop and pull out your cell phone and stuff, you can just say, "Hey, hey, Alexa, um, you know, I, I put this on my reminder list and stuff like that." Where you can, you know, you have the convenience of being able to have a compute device listening to you, and you can interact with it without having to stop what you're doing. That's kind of cool, but it it does bring up another another question, and that is privacy. I mean. Are we giving up our privacy in order to have these conveniences? I mean, how does this work? So, yeah, privacy is a, is a big one, and there's a lot of news around the privacy thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh-huh. um, and, and, <laughs> Not that I'm saying it's a bad thing. I mean, you know, we are, we are technology is, is improving as, you know, the years pass, definitely. And we're already giving away half our lives with Google. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I already knew that. But is there a halfway point? Is there a way to sort of prevent it from going too far? Do you think it's already gone too far? Is the cat already out of the bag? You can't put it back in? It's like trying to put toothpaste back in the tooth, you know, in the in the holder. You know, like you just can't do that. <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, so. So there's some industries where privacy is, a, is actually super important. So if I'm a lawyer... It's really, really important that um, that my conversations with my clients don't get compromised. Uh, so there are certain industries where it's it is really important where your privacy is is super significant. A lot of the news though is is kind of hype that up to say we all are giving away our privacy, which is is kind of true, um, but. But most of us really um, prefer convenience over privacy, mm-hmm. and so if we want to talk about privacy, we ha- we kind of have to back up and we have to say, you know, well, I use a credit card. When I like, I like the convenience of a credit card, which is really important to me. But I'm giving up my privacy when I use it. Um, my cell phone. I really like the convenience of my cell phone, but I'm giving up my privacy when I'm using it because now... Sure, even Gmail. So all of these really convenient devices that we have, technology that we have, is actually part of giving up our privacy. So so I kind of think, personally, I kind of think that that privacy is is important, but it's slightly overdone. We have an illusion of privacy much more than we really have privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the fact that I can start keep typing on my keyboard, like you were saying with Google, and I, it's like, I think it takes like three characters in before it completes my sentence for me. It's like, yeah. okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's analyzing your typing habits, your writing habits and completing your sentences for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I think we've given up our privacy already. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, and I think we might be scared about how much companies actually know about us more than we think we know about us. Then, uh, mm-hmm. uh, so, but so privacy is uh, yes, it's important in certain areas. It actually really is critical, 
Um, but in many ways, it, it's somewhat of an illusion. And I think once we, I think what once what will happen is there will be certain voice technologies that will come out that will be so convenient that we'll forget about the fact that we're giving up our privacy because we want the convenience is what is going to mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. And it seems like it's being used for marketing advertising as opposed to anything truly nefarious. <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess if the marketers and advertisers can more accurately judge what we might respond to, that makes it better for everyone in a way, because then people who don't want what they're selling or they're trying to get across won't even see it. Right. Yeah. That's good. You know. And that that is one of the arguments of, hey, they're they know about me and so they're targeting in ads. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, they're targeting ads, but I think I would rather have them give me ads that I want to see as opposed to ads I don't want to see. So I, I know there's two sides to that one. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's a tough call. But, you know, I, I sort of come at this from the advertising marketing end as well, because, you know, the whole audio branding thing really right. has exactly. a lot to do with that. So, yeah, um, I, I like the idea of being able to reach the people who actually want what you're mm-hmm. selling, you know, right. as opposed to just blanket, you know, throwing spaghetti against a wall and seeing what sticks. Right. Right. <laughs> that's spam. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and exactly. that's a different thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> so um, I was going to ask you what you thought the future was for, for smart speakers and, and where you think they'll be used, you know, many, many years from now. You're talking about wearables. Um, so, you know, that's already kind of in the future because a lot of that hasn't really been built out yet. Some of it has, but there's more. Yes. I'm sure there's more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's a lot. So the like the, um, the earbuds, they're already here. You can. Mm-hmm. I've got a pair right here in my pocket. I, well, I, and the Apple I, Watch is already here. Apple but, you know, they here. tried They tried Google Glass, and I'm not sure that really took. <laughs> so the Google, the, the thing with the Google Glass, it actually, it actually did take only in a certain market. Okay. Um, and the thing that really knocked that one is the fact that it had a camera on it, and it was recording everybody and you couldn't tell that it was actually videoing you so that that got into a little bit of a dicey thing where you could walk into different you know buildings and you could be videoing stuff without anybody knowing so that one got a little bit um that one was too far ahead of its time let's put it that way yeah a little too much loss of privacy exactly (laughs) too far (laughs) and it's I was losing, I wasn't only losing my privacy, I was losing your privacy, which I think was a little bit of a problem. Yeah. Amazon just came out with a a pair of glasses that has Alexa built into the glasses. And so now it's similar to earbuds, but without the earbuds, you can have your, you know, on your glasses, the frames actually will listen to you and respond to you in it. um, So you can hear through the, the glass frames, so... That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. But again, it's not recording everything you see, it's, hopefully. It doesn't have a camera You can on tell it, it too? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's got, okay. the, it's got the, uh, the audio thing where you use the wake word and it wakes it up and it now, mm-hmm. you know, gives you an answer, you know. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, where this goes in the future, we almost don't even really know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> becomes minority report. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. <laughs> this, this, yeah, the world is getting strange and yeah. stranger every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, I know that you used to talk about this in front of a bunch of people. And who were you, who were, who was expressing interest in this kind of thing in the greater, um, you know, more than just the people who were using it in their homes? I'm assuming that businesses and advertisers and all that were interested as well. Um, yeah, so so that's actually an interesting um, uh, point. So what happened was, and this kind of goes back to my my story that I was I you know was was given as far as how I started in this mm-hmm. was several a couple of years ago I created a product that would make it so that I could connect your um, your blog or your podcast up with these devices so people could just ask for your content and it would read it to them. And I thought that the product was just going to take off and everybody was going to be beating my down my do- door for it. And what I realized, there was a, some um, some people that were like early adopters were like, oh yeah, that's great. I, I got to get my stuff on there. Um, but I found that it was probably a little bit early into the market a couple of years ago where people didn't quite understand what was happening. And so I started... Um, I started um, speaking, and I went around to conferences been a, across the country, giving a talk as far as here's what's happening that um, in the industry, um, here's what Google's doing, here's what Amazon's doing, and here's where voice technology is going, and why as a business or a brand owner, you you need to be aware of these things so that you can be one step ahead of the curve as opposed to reacting to it later. Because as a, as a brand owner, it's one of those things where w- once my audience is already looking for me somewhere and I'm not there, mm-hmm. now I've got, I'm playing catch up. So I want to be in where my, uh, the, it's the Wayne Gretzky uh, quote, you know, I, I skate to where the puck is going, not to where the puck has been. Yeah. So where's, where's the puck going? Where's my audience going to be? What platforms are they going to be using in the future? And how can I make sure I'm there ready for them as my audience is shifting under that platform? And voice is one of those platforms that, uh, um, that Amazon and Google are putting such huge resources behind. I mean, they know that this is where it's going in the future. So I'm, uh, as any brand owner, or any business, I'd be looking at this, uh, this technology to make sure you're where the puck is going. This has been part one of our interview. I hope you'll tune in next week for part two. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, please take a moment to give the podcast a review. It's greatly appreciated and super helpful. Until next time.